This is Michael Dalton, and we are excited to welcome you back to Prophetic Edge. And what are we talking about? We're continuing the series, Seeing the Unseen. This is part three in that series, and we're going to dig into this week, Lord, open their eyes. This series that we have been touching on, it has been such a phenomenal excavation of scripture. I love that word because when you're looking for a hidden treasure, you have to excavate. You have to dig up layer by layer the ground, the materials that have fallen on top of something till you can see what lies beneath. You're not just looking for the foundation. You're looking for those things that have been forgotten, but were valuable at the time. There is a passage of scripture that I absolutely adore in the life of hearing God and understanding the spirit of God. In 2 Kings chapter 6, the verses declare this in a time of warfare, in a time of conflict, in a time of crisis. When the servant of the Lord was so concerned because the king of Syria was making war against all of Israel. When he was about to surround the people of God and he was ready to attack and to then hold them in a place of suffering, loss, and then eventually starve them out and kill them. Something supernatural begins to take place. Verse 15 of 2 Kings chapter 6. And when the servant of the man of God was risen early and he went forth and behold, a host, a great army, surrounded the city both with horses and chariots. And his servant said unto him, Alas, my master, how shall we do? And he answered him, Fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray Open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. Lord, open their eyes. We often say this as we walk with God that we understand we are surrounded by a heavenly army, a host, protection, provision. We say this, but it seems to be in times of crisis, we forget that we are part of an invisible army. We let the visible confuse us, confound us. We let the visible cause us to doubt what we know to be true. But seeing the unseen means you must begin to live in the presence of God until the presence of God becomes your true reality. Now, the word of God is not God calling you to simply dream differently. That is a work of the imagination. The word of God is not God simply suggesting to you that victory is possible. That would be the hope that sits inside of the soul. The word of God is not God painting a more vivid picture of what will happen after you die. That is the mindset in the teaching that heaven is a better place than earth right now and I will have to wait till I die to achieve the freedom he has promised me. 
No, the word of God is God unlocking for you that there are realities beyond your ability to see in the natural. There is truth beyond your ability to think in the natural. There is a realm outside of what you can touch in the tangible that affects everything you see that is visible. In other words, the word of God is the revelation that the real force behind creation sits on the throne and moves at the sound of faith. So now, to live in that place, you must practice seeing what you cannot see. How do you practice that? In this story, the reason we bring this out and we want to highlight this passage, to see the unseen, Lord, open their eyes. As you see the servant of God and you see the servant of the servant. I said that like that specifically. The servant of God, the prophet of the Lord, his vision was so focused on the invisible realm. He never asked God to open his eyes. He never once said that he could see chariots. It does not say that he could see the angels. It does not say that Elisha has any firsthand knowledge in this passage of seeing the army. But he was so fully convinced in his spirit that God keeps his word, that God was present, that the victory of God is a not momentary breakthrough in your life, but a continual river that you ride into glory. Breakthrough from God is a continuation of what happened on the cross. It is an unending victory that comes from the throne. Breakthrough is not what happened in the moment when the miracle showed up, what happened in the moment when my child came home, what happened at the moment when I finally felt peace. The breakthrough I experienced in a moment was always around me, though I could not feel it. To see the unseen means you must be convinced in your spirit that what God said is what God does. What God said is what God does. God is not just going to heal you. He is a healer. He's not just going to bless you. He is a blesser. He's not just going to deliver you. He is a deliverer. He's not just going to save you from the trouble. He is a savior from everything that was. He makes new again, a redeemer. So now the prophet, his eyes are forever open. Because his mind has forever changed. He believes God is who he says he is. His eyes are open. He looks around at a nation surrounding his dwelling place. Syria has camped round about him. An army has prepared for war. He hears the sound of the footmen walking in his direction. He sees the dust that has filled the air as the chariots have made it over top of the hills and down through the valleys. It is now a cloud of doom moving in his direction. He hears the noise of the men sharpening their swords in the distance, and yet he slept like a baby the night before. Why? Because he sees something others cannot see. He sees a God too big to be ignored, a power too strong 
to be thwarted. He hears a voice in his spirit that made the heavens rest in their position and pull the mountains into their location. And he goes to bed at night knowing this voice is my father's voice. And I see him all around me. My question for you is what do you see when you look around you today? The prophet did not say, oh Lord, fight for us. All he said was God open his eyes. I need you to know that as a believer, your victory is not when God shows up to fight. Your victory begins when your vision changes. Your victory begins when your eyes come open. Your victory begins when you suddenly see like God sees. Oh, open their eyes. They're looking at the news, but Papa, open their eyes. They're looking at the doctor's report, but Papa, open their eyes. They're looking at the track marks on their children's arms, but Papa, open their eyes. Eyes. They're looking at the fear in the faces of those suffering from the pandemic. But Papa, open their eyes. Who is God but God? No one is God but the Lord our God. Now, I ask you one question. Who is holding your eyelids closed? Who's got you in a place where you have begun to think God cannot do what God said he can who has lulled you to sleep when you should be wide awake singing victory songs? Who's got you up at night when you should be snoring like a baby? Who's got you running in circles when you should be marching a straight line toward victory? Who's got you hiding in a corner when you should be shouting on a rooftop? Lord, open their eyes. In but a moment, in but an instant, there was a shift, a change, a sudden revelation that my whole life is not what I see in my life. My whole life is what I see in the presence of God. In his presence is fullness of joy. At his right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. My truth to you this day from the word of God, your life is bigger than the space you live in. Your mind has more peace than the noise around you. You have more hope than the news could ever bring you. And you have a bigger future than your parents ever told you. If you would just open your eyes. What's the first step in the opening of the eyes to seeing into the spirit realm, to dwelling? They that come to God must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. You must begin to convince your eyes to believe that whatever God said is the real blueprint of eternity. And though you don't yet see it, you must dream with God. The last thing I want to say to you, and I want you to just meditate on this and think about this. When you are about to build a home, you cannot begin to build a house until you have a blueprint. Now, a blueprint must be approved before the city will let you break ground. There must be approval. Uh, those who design the blueprint have to have not only the necessary training and the ability to build it safely, 
but they have to build it according to the specs or the specifications of the place in which you dwell. In other words, every city has different codes. In this city, the codes may be that you can build a house that's two stories, but it can only abide on this much land. But in another city, you can only build one story because it can't be higher than the view. Everybody has paid for a certain view. In another place, you cannot build it unless you build it to a certain height and degree because they're building on mountains or plateaus and everybody is paid for that ocean view. So you can't block my view because I paid for this view before you moved here. You have to build a certain way. You can't use certain materials in certain cities because they only want wood or they only want brick or they only want stone. In some cities, you have to only use certain colors on the outside of your house. Why is that important? To see, you must understand there's a blueprint that's already been drawn up for you. Now, if you are trying to see with worry and fear and anxiety, you got the wrong color palette already blocking your view. You're building at a height of worry that you cannot see the glory of God. So you've got to get worry out of your mind. You've got anxiety creeping into your foundation so the house can't be built. You'll never see what God is doing because the foundation structure has been cracked with fear and lies. Oh, but if you could ever... Let the blueprint be accepted in your heart. What's the blueprint? God has decided to give you victory. Every other thought besides that has to be pushed out of your mind. God decided to give you victory. He never meant for you to lose. He's never determined that you're going to live a life broken and busted up in your mind. Oh, you might struggle. You might have some battles, but you're not a loser. Even if you don't have all the money you want, you're not a loser. You're a winner. I might not be able to have the money that you have, but he's taking care of my needs. I might not be famous, but I'm known in heaven. I might not be wealthy, but I'm well in him. I might not be known, but I'm known by the throne. You've got to change your thinking and stop trying to see like everybody else sees and use his blueprint. Lord, open my eyes. What is the blueprint of heaven? Victory, victory, victory. Everywhere you go, victory. He intends to bring it to you. He intends to give it to you. Ah, no matter how long it takes, you're going to get victory. You're going to stand in it. You're going to see it happen. Whether it takes a lifetime or three lifetimes, whether it'll be for you, then your children and your grandchildren, whoever he has to bring it through somewhere in your family, God's going to finish what he promised because victory is the blueprint from heaven. If it didn't show up for Abraham, it had to dance its way through Isaac. But then Jacob stood up one day and said, God told my granddaddy, victory. You must decide, open my eyes, Lord. Let me see. You always intended me to live in the victory that only comes from you. Today, my prayer for you is God would let you see the blueprint he designed at Calvary to see that he's building you a house in his presence that cannot be destroyed by the pain of the process. And while he's calling you by your true destiny, he never designed you to live in your old memories. Open your eyes, saints. See like he sees. If you ever see yourself in the mirror one good time, 
you'd realize your head keeps telling you that you're just a puppy in a storm, but you'd realize you're a Rottweiler sitting in the middle of glory. You've been the winner the whole time, baby. You just got to look in the right mirror. We'll be back next time with a little bit more of how to open your eyes and see. Until then, this is Michael Dalton, living on the edge in the prophetic realm of victory from the throne. See you next time.